Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry. The final episode of 2021 on the final day of 2021. If that's not poetry, then I don't know what is, you know? Um, So I wanted to do something a little bit different, a lot different really, and a little bit special, a lot special actually. Um, And so I issued out a call to some of my favorite internet people in the pop culture celebrity Bravo space, and I gave them an assignment. You know, as we move into a new year, we as a society like to look towards the future, do a vision board, light a candle, manifest what we're looking for and what we want to do in 2022, but also to leave behind those things. And so I said, if you're willing, I want you guys to give me one thing that you want to leave in 2021. Nobody told me what their answers were going to be beforehand. So we had a great time hearing the answers and talking about their choices. Um, So I encourage you guys. I left the social media and podcast information for everybody on this uh, episode in the episode description. So if you like them, and I hope you do because I love them, check out their socials, check out all their links. And yeah, thank you guys to all of you who participated. And let's get on with the show. Okay, you guys, we're here with hosts of What Else is Going On podcast, Taria. Hit me, girl. What is it that you want to keep in 2021? Okay, so I know you said one, but I have three that I can do in 10 seconds. Are you ready? I want to leave 
Tristan Thompson in okay. 2021. I want to leave the anxiety I feel now watching the housewives, especially Salt Lake City and the uh, microaggressions and the different things they're saying and me biting my nails, worrying what's going to be the next one. Yeah, I want to leave mm -hmm. that in 2021. And I want to leave Throtus, a.k.a. Nancy Reagan in 2021. <laughs> Um, I love all of these. Okay, let's start with one. So talk to me about like your journey with the Kardashians. Do you, did you watch the show? Did you like them? I was an avid Kim fan. I feel like before the show, because when mm. she used to date Ray J, her and Ray J were in my grandma's Essence magazine. They were on the cover, either Essence or Ebony. And she talked about her sisters doing cl closet organization. So I loved her from there. So when they got their show, I watched it, watched it religiously. And then about the last like four or five years, I fell off watching it continuously, but I would jump back in like when I watched all my housewives and nothing else was on to watch. So sure. I've always liked them. Um, uh -huh. I, know, I know how people feel about them, but so Chloe was my, Le I know I'm, I'm ashamed to say this now, but she was my least favorite. And then, Cor no, Courtney was my least favorite. Then Chloe and I liked Kim, you know. Mm. But you know what? I think like now in hindsight, I think you may have been onto something because I feel like if anything, Chloe has regressed. Yes. <laughs> and I, I don't like recognize the girl that we saw. I mean, in like a lot of ways, I mean that literally, but I also <laughs> that like <laughs> emotionally and otherwise. Um, it's it's dark. Her whole relationship history is so dark. And like, what do you think Tristan is doing? It's either he truly has a like something is going on up there that he, he's missing something that doesn't allow him to see like, uh, hey, you're with this, like you're continually getting caught, not even right. just the, like you're continually getting caught or a part of me, but it's like way deep down wonders. Some people think any press is good press. And I'm like, do they have an agreement? Okay, now's the time for it to come out that you've been doing X, Y, and Z and Chloe's back in the spotlight. Like, because I can't imagine a real human being would continue when he's continually getting caught. And the fact that he got someone pregnant, clearly he's raw dogging it and you're taking him back. You're not even considering your health. Yeah. So and I he, and like he had to have been doing that. Like, I don't yes. think He's been wearing a condom this entire, for years now. I don't know if this man's been, I don't know if he's put a condom on since 2017, honestly. <laughs> um, so yeah, it just seems like he's dedicated to playing her because yes. how does he, as a celebrity in his own right, not consider the fact that she's an even bigger celebrity and that they are actively courting the press and people are going to have their eyes on them. And they, on top of that, already know Chloe's relationship history. And he keeps playing her bad. Yes. Like, um, was it the last season where he was in, like, the confessionals acting like a, a love-struck high schooler? Like, and now you're out here literally having a baby with someone else. Right. And the fact that he didn't even tell her until 
it started getting around and people started whispering about it. And he was living in her home, playing dollies with little true, you know, talking to Chris, having conversations with grandma MJ. And he knew, and he only took her when it was time. And, and also to me, I feel like it shouldn't have taken you all of these women when he was willing to mess with someone who was like your family, to me, that is like a low. Right. And you were willing to mess with Jordan as close as their families were. He has no consideration for you, none. None whatsoever. And, you know, a lot of people have a theory that maybe Jordan kind of fell on her own sword, if you will, because she was feeling very trapped in that whole relationship, oh. the friendship with Kylie. Um, and it's very clear on Kylie's show, Life of Kylie, that spinoff that she did, that Jordan's like, yeah, like, it's nice that my 17-year-old best friend can buy me a Mercedes, but, like, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, you could just tell. Right. Me. Okay. I don't know. Um, and so, but also, like, she was younger, and it she needs to take responsibility for that for sure. But also, he is the older party, and he was the one in a relationship. Yes. I'm like, how in the world, like, it's one thing again for you to go outside, but for you to literally seek out somebody who was like your girl's sister and younger, like you said, and like either the confidence level that he has to to do this, knowing he's going to get caught and knowing she's going to take him back. I'm like, where do you buy that? But then I'm like, I don't know if I want it because I would be a full on monster. Because I think with that confidence, you can't have like, you know, like self-actualization either. Right. Because honestly, I have like, you know, like dick ESP. And I just feel like he's so <laughs> good. So like, why is he so confident? You know? You're right. He does look like he could be whack. Like, I'm sure it's big, but like, it's almost even worse when you're big and you don't know what to do with it. It's like annoying. It's like, well, why am I even here? It's even more frustrating when you've got nothing to work with. But yeah, he has confidence that, yeah, needs to be studied, but does not need to be bottled because nobody needs access to that. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, Carol, that's perfect. (laughs) That is perfect. It needs to be studied, but not, yeah. Oh gosh. So yeah, I'm, you, you know, out of anybody in this world, I'm, I'm 1000% with you. We can leave him here. Um, (laughs) and you know, true can, God bless her. She'll be just fine. She'll be just (laughs) fine. (laughs) Um, moving on to your second topic. Yeah. What is going on with Mary? Um, do you think that the women are hearing Mary when she's saying these horrific things. Because nobody ever seems to react. Right. Even Jenny didn't say it in the moment, which would have been nice because I feel like with a person like Mary who seems to develop um, situational amnesia, you have to catch her right right when she says it. You know, she's one of those types. So I just, it's hard because... I mean, you know, you're a black woman living in this world and we've watched TV for years and we've watched the microaggressions or the things that weren't said about us, but we've learned how to watch TV and we kind of knew how to ignore it, right? So sometimes you almost become 
not insensitive, but like, well, you know, we, we experience it all the time. But then it was like just watching this and then what she said last week. I'm mm-hmm. like, Mary, I was really trying to like root for the right. black woman on the show. But right. this is insane. And if she tries to use the excuse, I didn't know it was offensive, then I want her committed and to have a living aid with her because she shouldn't be by herself. <laughs> because right. you can't be that slow. You can. It, there's no part of my brain that can justify the fact that she would not have known that all of the horrific things that she said were straight up yes by the book racist like no way around it no like i to call an asian person yellow is like just it's jaw dropping but you know what it reminds me of kara think back to and i'm sure you know them old like black church ladies that say the most offensive things yes and i feel like remember they used to call light-skinned people yellow and i feel like because we know what mary used to look like and now we know what she looks we know what she looks like now in her warped mind did she think she was giving her accomplishment which still is a problem because clearly you, you have issues with people who look like you and people who don't yeah. look like you. Right, right. Yeah, she's really like spreading the wealth on her ignorance. Um, to that note, and this is not a defense of Mary, but do you feel like the women are going too far in their hatred of her without really having the full picture of what's going on with her congregation? I most certainly do. I feel like you said something on your podcast um, earlier this week that really struck me. And it's interesting because my mind immediately went to Candace, but somehow it's just different with Mary. You said Mary was trying to talk and the women do have a tendency to continue to cut her off and they Mm -hmm. keep doing it. So you said you don't have a problem acknowledging that and being on Mary's side with that, but it's where she goes with it. Right. It's where it, it loses you. And it it's interesting to hear Heather talk about her wishing to have remained ignorant because she feels lost without her faith. Mm-hmm. But so, so now you're willing to do that to a whole congregation of people when this may or may not be true. Right. Right. So it's just, And I feel like Whitney was fine. If you've heard these rumors for years, you were fine taking your father there. You were fine being close to her family. It wasn't until Mary admittedly treated you horribly that all this started. She could have come from Mary's neck in so many other ways, but then she jumped on the church bandwagon. And a part of me was almost like, felt like offended. Like, okay, I'm getting a little tired of y'all talking about her church is a cult when literally the backdrop to this city is a church that people think is a cult and Heather still wants to belong to the church, but they put her out when she got divorced. So how are you going after Mary's church? And last thing, because I know I keep going on and on, but they keep saying they to compare her. I understand why she was livid when they compared her to Jen. Jen yeah. has federal indictments. I feel like what Mary's doing 
from that leaked audio is berating and beating down her parishioners like, don't you love me, which is still wrong. That's right. immoral, not illegal. So if right. she didn't steal that money from Cameron, she didn't commit a crime. He gave it to her. Right. Wrong. wrong told, I mean, still, and that's, I wish that, that that's what we'd be focusing on. Like, we'd be like, this is why she shouldn't be a pastor. Look how she just talked to Whitney or look how she's lying. Like, I wish the stuff that we see, that would be the, the focus on why she shouldn't be a pastor. And then through that, all the other stuff may or may not come out to be proven. Because Mary's uh, an yeah. abusive leader, you know? We absolutely. And Meredith keeps making good points. And I feel like people are confused about her loyalty to Mary. And I'm including myself in that. But also, she does make a good point when they're just saying like, oh, that guy was traumatized. It's like, well, yeah most people are traumatized from the church so like right. more specific than that and like we need to get down to the brass tacks here otherwise what are we talking about because you're absolutely right like jen has straight up federal charges they have been following her they have receipts longer than at cvs so <laughs> like unequivocal so like right. if we're going to be like let's talk about what it is why are they so afraid of her why that's know? what gets me Kara. it's like y'all know she is not performing spells and can't look at you and you turn into a pillar of salt right like right. mary is not now i do caution jenny i feel like mary from the pictures we used to see i don't know i feel like she probably was a fighter so i feel, I feel like <laughs> if she turns if she turns all the way up she might hurt you jenny but what's interesting is they keep like and we talk about Heather having trauma, right? So Mary mm -hmm. triggers her. But why doesn't Lisa? Lisa is still a Mormon. Right. Right. It, it, it does. And yeah, it doesn't quite add up to me. And I just like, it, I'm fine if we have these conversations, but like, let's be reasonable. Yes. Same. Let's be reasonable. And, you know, Mary's right. It's like, yeah, you came down with some charges, Jen, and now they're coming after me and they want to make you, me the next you. <laughs> so. Exactly. They want, and even when it first started, and I do think people hear religion or whatever and automatically associate everything about a church as fraud. Now we know there are definitely some um, frauds out there. I mean, I don't know about that, all that money they found in Joel Osteen's. Um, Listen. <laughs> <laughs> those thousands of dollars that just mysteriously ended up in the in the uh, wall yeah right when you got insurance money from it um for, right. you know but i don't think all of them are and i do think people that haven't been to a black church not justifying yeah. it but you know how they will beat you down can i get another dollar can i get another two dollars right or they'll say <laughs> let's do a love offering for our pastor and i will say having in the past gone to Jamal's church, they are net, they treat pastors now like a Joel Osteen, like totally. a Jamal Bryant, like rock, like act like they're rock stars. So mm -hmm. I can see people being so happy to be in her presence while still knowing she is not God, like the way they're like, oh, they think she's God. I can see people because they used to trip like that over, like a Jamal, like I said, or even like a T.D. Jakes, who we've not heard any scandal about. So it's something about people in power. People do it when people see reality TV stars and they trip over them. You know what I mean? So right. I don't know. I don't think those people think she is literally God, but I do think she beats them down. And I also wonder if maybe there's some miscommunication because 
I grew up in the Church of God in Christ. So it's like in the same realm as the church that Mary is a part of, ahead of. And so, you know, they speak in tongues, yep. they're shouting. And Mind I just wonder if like <laughs> things are getting lost in translation about like, you know, being able to speak through God and <sighs> thinking that you are a God. You know, I, I could see how that could be very easily confusing to somebody who doesn't know what that yes. Kara, <clears throat> thank you for saying that. You are literally the first person I've heard say that because that was my thought too. Saying, I could see someone saying, you know, like we both grown up in that type of church, like I'm God's vessel or you know, God has given me this message to you or, you know, what have you. But like you said, it gets lost in translation. I, I also wonder if, you know, we people, we believe in mediums and all, because, you know, I feel like one can't be true and the other can't not be. Like if I believe in a medium, I believe, I, me personally, I believe in a God and vice versa. So mm -hmm. it's not easy for you to believe that someone could be speaking through Mary to her congregation, but you do believe that your grandmother told me that you had an earring laying under your door when you were six months old and your mother never found it. And I have right. it with me in heaven. Like, how can you believe one and not the other? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, you know, I, I, like, again, like, I don't want to give Mary a whole lot of credit because she no. is wild. She is one of the most unpredictably wild people. I do not want to be anywhere near her, her energy. I think it would be scary. I, you never know which way she's going to go. If she's your best friend or your worst enemy, like literally she yeah. could change in the middle of a sentence, but yeah, I do think yeah. that like, just with regard to her church, there could be a lot of things that are not being understood if you're not in it. Yes. And I think that Meredith too was a trained lawyer. So she is about facts. Yeah. I want facts. So, and I like how you said it being, being around her, you're not scared of Mary, but that can be scary mm -hmm. being around her because you're, you're walking on eggshells. So yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, and remind me, what was your third one? Throat, go, throatus. Oh, throat throat <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> how could I forget? Um, yeah, what a wild, wild story that was. I, the jokes, I'm going to carry those jokes into 2022 with me, but the, the facts. Yes. <laughs> I blame you, Kara. There are so many things that I blame you for making me aware <laughs> of, and I just cannot stop laughing at Nancy Reagan, be, like giving road dome. I'm just going to say uh, it like, like <laughs> what? It's just, it was just the perfect thing. And I know like Twitter is my personal favorite social media, but I know that like most people or a lot of people don't know anything of what's going on. Like, I don't know if people not on Twitter knew about this jokes, but they were just, it was, I just love the moments where everybody on Twitter comes together and yes, it's just like the jokes don't stop and they're just top tier and you didn't see like who saw that coming you know <laughs> Kara you I was before I could even finish like well before I could hear everything because I went to go see like after I listened to you and I was screaming but what? I was laughing because you were laughing before you could even <laughs> get it out so I'm like laughing at you laughing knowing this is going to be good and it <laughs> I really could have gone on for like 30 minutes. I really had to stop myself. <laughs> I like, who, like I want to know who 
like who was the first one that said you know that, that Nancy Davis aka Nancy Reagan like gives good like right. who was the first one right <laughs> I would love to know oh my god yes and were there any other presidents that's all I like were there any other presents that got to behold Nancy if, if JFK could talk, <gasps> I'm sure he would have stories. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to me about this. This is really, really funny. A real treat. And I loved it, Kara. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> you have a good day, girl. Me too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. The holidays has taught me one thing. It's that you can bring people together. And the holidays are a beautiful time to bring together two people who may not always agree, but they're friends anyway. Christian, this is a great time to admit that I think we don't align on most housewives' opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start this on a petty note. I still love you, and I think you're a lovely human being. With that being said, um, thank you so much for talking to me. Um, I'm going to ask you the question that I've been asking many people before and after you. What is the thing that you want to keep in 2020? Are you ready? I'm, I am ready to leave behind Kimye. Ooh, okay. I'm with you on that. Yes. I. A lot of people have been saying recently that they feel like this is maybe more of a pause and a break in their relationship. Than an See, actual I don't think so. I think yeah. Kim is like, peace the fuck out. I'm done. I'm Kim is like, she is like Camille, you know, uh, diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. Freedom is. And now that she's got a little bit of freedom and she realizes like, you know, what? I have my babies. I got my money. I got my jobs. I do not need a man getting in the way of my everyday happiness and well-being. So I, and I support it, you know? Um, so yeah, I think Kim is in her freedom stage, you know? I, I could not agree with you more. Um, what do you think? What do you think about? I, we're not even going to talk about Pete. Where do you see Kim's love life going after she stops these things that she's doing now? Well, to, I mean, honestly, I'm here for the whole, the Pete of it all. I really am. <laughs> um, just because I want her. I'm she as someone who has been a long time Kardashian advocate, you know, I mean, like, I have been riding hard for these bitches since, like, the Kardashian silly bands days, okay? Like, I was walking around with their silly Deep bands cut. on my hand. Like, don't get it <laughs> twisted. I be wearing Chloe and Lamar's Unbreakable Fragrance to this day, okay? But, but I however, smell and it's good. It smells it, good. It smells amazing. I've never gotten more compliments on a fragrance in my life. And now I have to buy it from like the deep, dark holes of the internet because like no one sells it anymore. <laughs> um, but in all my years of, you know, loving this family, um, the one thing that Kim has always sought and wanted more than anything is like, like the the white picket fence family. She wanted the husband, she wanted the kids, the happiness, that's all she ever wanted, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like we have watched her, um, I mean, even if, I mean, if we go way back, I mean, you know, we used to see her dating like Reggie back in the day. And then, yeah. you know, remember the, I mean, the Chris Humphreys days, you know? Um, the Nicholas I mean, like, <laughs> Girl, I mean, like it's been a lot. And I just feel like I also have always, one of my favorite things about Kim has always been her being a hopeless romantic. Like she mm -hmm. has just never given up on love or like the fairy tale. 
And I love that about her. But at the same time, I'm so happy to see her finally just being like, you know what? Fuck it. And I'm going to just fucking have fun. Because why not? You know? And I, it's refreshing to see. I think it's a great message to a lot of women who maybe are in a marriage and find themselves unhappy and decide that they leave, you know, the father of their children. Like, it's okay to just have a period of time where it's like, Maybe I don't have any goals for as far as relationships go right now, other than getting getting off every once in a while and going to the movies in Long Island. You know, maybe that's all I want. And so that's what I'm going to do. Kim was like literally forcing herself not to smile this entire marriage because it fucked up her wrinkles. And I just love seeing her laugh and just like being in a silly, goofy mood. I'm here for it. I think it's funny and I'm having fun in this relationship. I completely agree. And honestly, I, again, as a longtime Kim fan, I feel like Kim is such a goofy, funny person. And Kanye was so serious, you know, about everything. And I think that, I mean, if you look at collectively, their family as a whole, they're all goofballs, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it's just fun to see, like you said, her just be able to just have some fun and like kick back. You know, I really am looking forward to this Hulu series whenever the fuck they decide to start dropping that. Um, but just to see a, a new a new part of Kim, a new era of Kim, you know, I think it is a it's a good time for her. So now, since I have you, how are you feeling about Courtney and Travis? Oh God, I love every second of it. Do you? I, mean, I don't. I don't need to see her fucking toes in his mouth every Tuesday <laughs> morning. But you know what I'm saying. Before I even yeah. have my fucking coffee, but right. you know, I'm I and also I think that. I mean, look, it's wild. Like someone made that meme and like, look, was it savage? Yes, but it's true. Like the way that Travis did in 10 months, what Scott could not do in a decade, you know, like Courtney was so anti-marriage and like uh, she made us all believe that it was just because she was just one of those people who didn't feel the need to. And Mm -hmm. really now we're realizing it's because she just didn't feel, she wasn't with someone that she wanted to marry, you know? And, and I think that that is kind of a, it's kind of a great refreshing thing to see while I do feel bad for Scott a little bit, but at the same time, you know, I think also it will be refreshing to see, well, this is a Courtney we'll have never seen before, you know, like a Courtney that's actually happy and in a good mood. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I mean, Courtney, if if Scott is willing to admit that, Hey, Courtney made a very clear, like what she would have needed for me to get for us to be back together. And I didn't do it and I wasn't willing to do it then you know what you got to eat crow on that dude and let this Period. be a lesson to everybody that like big dick is not enough okay because uh-huh. we all know scott was packing and yeah. look it kept her look she in the words of candace i can't believe i'm about to quote candace you know <laughs> she drove back a couple times for for many Listen. many years but she never drove back with the ring on her hand okay <laughs> now travis travis be laying down the d and laying down the emotions the conversation <laughs> he laying it all out there you know Uh, But I also do find, I feel like he is a good guy. Um, And so I just, I don't know, it kind of works. I feel, I feel like it's a good vibe between them two. What do you think? Um, I'm with you. Like they could really dial down the horniness, like 70% for me. If not Um, more. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Try to be nice. It's the holiday season, but um, uh, yeah, they're like fine i i'm interested in seeing i i have a little bit of fear in the back of my mind because i know that travis is oh, a gosh. guy who will like love bomb the fuck out of you 
And then, you know, what's going to happen when we're not all Disney trips and, you know, cowboy position, you know? Yeah. When the, when, well, I guess it's their, their phase of, you know, the honeymoon phase. Like, yeah. uh, when is that all, what's going to be their reality when all that kind of calms down? Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, I mean, I'm very surprised, honestly, that they're, they seem to be capturing all of this for Hulu. I didn't really strike yeah. them to be that that type. I'm like, Hulu must be paying fucking coin is all I know. Listen, Courtney said, y'all, I said 70,000 times that I don't want to be on TV, but what I really meant is that I don't want to be on TV with no man. So now y'all are going to catch these <laughs> and we're going to be making yeah. out and I'm going to be in his lab and, you know, Alabama is going to be doing TikToks of us, like getting, of me getting fingered by her dad. And, Absolutely. you know, you know <laughs> she's like, y'all tormented me all these years. She's like, Kim's marriage is falling apart. Chloe got <laughs> cheated on for the eighth time this week. What we're going to do is I'm going to put my relationship right here for all y'all to eat, eat it up, eat it up. <laughs> a, new, a new Supreme has risen and her name. Literally. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so much, Christian. This was a really delightful pick. I, I, I salute you and I applaud you. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you. I mean, thank you for having me. An honor, as always, to come chat with you. And uh, uh, All right, Princess, host of By Pumpkin Podcast. What do you got for me? What are you picking to leave in 2021? All right. What I want to leave in 2021 is me and the rest of us knowing anything else about the Smith family. And that includes Will, Jada, Jaden, Willow, the unloved son, Trey, uh, the ex-wife, Sheree, or her name is Sheree. Sheree, I don't, Gamma, I don't want to fucking know another fucking thing about any of these motherfuckers. You're throwing the red table away? Throw the red table away. You, <laughs> do you remember? So Will Smith is not a new celebrity. He's like, um... I think of him as old school. Like he's also he's a movie star, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Tom Cruise is that sort of thing. And those people don't talk to us. They're not, <laughs> you know, they're not fucking Summer Walker. Like we don't know all their fucking business all the time. Right. And then, like, just one day, Will Smith joined Instagram, and like, they started talking to us all the time. And like, there's this thing, like. Because he's an old, he's like a movie star. He's one of the last movie stars. Like, I didn't know everything about him. I had to find out stuff in People or, you know, some Barbara Walters interview. And then... Profile that would come in conjunction with a big movie. Yeah. And, And then suddenly he became an internet celebrity. And, like, the thing is, I'll tell you the truth. I know a lot of people are mad Beyonce won't talk to us, right? I'm not mad. First of all, I don't think Beyonce is that smart. I'm just going to keep it real. I don't think she's that smart. I don't think she's that articulate. You're saying saying this in Texas. I don't know if we're going to hear from Princess ever again. (laughs) I adore Beyonce, okay? (laughs) But the fact is, like, I I was, like, watching some old... um, Remember that? that, Well, this was produced by Will and Jade. It was called uh, All of Us or something like that. It was a show Mm -hmm. where about a blended family. Because, you know, they're blended with family. With his man, Dwayne. Yeah. It was yep. Dwayne Martin and um professional Dwayne, light-skinned guys. lady. 
um, what's her name? She just her whole her whole job is to be a professional light skinned lady. Uh, Lisa Ray. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> the brat sister. For those the, of you who don't know, the brat. Okay, I always forget Lisa Ray. I don't know fucking why. But I watched this show, and Beyonce was doing a guest. This is back when you could get Beyonce to do like a guest appearance somewhere. Right, right, right. And she was bad. And then I and then. I happened to come across some other like thing where she was doing an interview and you know I was like oh yeah she wasn't that special because we saw her all the time and she would just get on here and talk instead of giving us a documentary and I was like yeah she made the right choice she doesn't fucking talk to us unless she controls how she talks to us and that lends an air of like mysticism around her right mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it's a very I, cultivated personality. Yeah. And it's so funny that you mentioned that because I was literally the first thing that you mentioned about them being too accessible was I was thinking about you guys. If you guys don't know who Fresh Alina is, she is one of the funniest people uh, on the internet. I love Fresh Alina. So funny. She used to have a podcast called Neck of the Woods that comes mm-hmm. out like once every 18 months. That's not a joke. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but she's so, so funny. She's so hilarious. But she once said something which is so simple and so true, which is Beyonce don't talk to y'all, you know? Yeah. And so. I always think about that because it just, it's so right. It's like she has managed to cultivate this personality in which there's limited Mm -hmm. access to her. And then there's always like a high premium, right? It's like uh, supply and demand, classic supply and demand. Okay. Um, And yeah, she's a perfect example of somebody who has maintained that old school vibe even though yeah. she's very much i mean even when she has instagram it's like you're gonna get a photo dump of these nine pictures of me and my fat ass and you're gonna mm-hmm. look and we're yeah. all gonna say thank you and then i'm gonna go on without within my day you know blue's gonna right go and she's like it. you interpret this album how you want to now listen i do wish sometimes when people were hunting down Becky with the good hair that she just did a little quick iOS press release that says you will never figure what whoever you guessed is wrong and you will not find this person because it's not a person that's known so stop enjoy the album I wish she did stuff like that sometimes because Mm -hmm. like I I believe they were going to kill Rachel Roy okay and Rachel Ray because they didn't (laughs) (laughs) they're going to fucking kill her Because they right. thought Rachel Ray was Rachel Roy. Because <laughs> people can't read. So, so, but like, Beyonce as a whole, like, I'm not mad that she doesn't talk to us. And I'm like, there are places for people who, like a uh, Busy Phillips, who like, gets on Instagram Live and cries, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Into the mm-hmm. There's a place for those type of people. But I don't want the Smiths to be in that place. And yeah. ever since they've been like, like, I just want to be clear. None of the stuff that's come that they've like told us about has been surprising. The fact that they that at times have had an open marriage, sure. Who the fuck doesn't? Not me, but other people do. And so <laughs> I, I just realized I just sound like I had an open marriage. I don't. <laughs> but like the things they talked about they've gone through, they've been married what fucking 25 years or something? Yeah. That's a long time. Like, I never put their marriage on a pedestal, and the stuff that's coming out is not surprising. Um even like the August, August Alcina shit, I'm not surprised by that. Like, you don't know what people do behind fucking closed doors. And 
Yeah, and Troy Troy has this, talks about this all the time of like it's a, such a different world when you have money access and you're hot like kind of doesn't really make sense for people in hollywood to be monogamous <laughs> like no and you know? like they like the structures of their life are different they have more options than we will ever fucking have and so like i don't really care to be honest i mean i know i know like raggedy old people down the street they're in open marriages it doesn't matter what okay. your what your agreement is i don't even i wasn't even surprised to find out that will smith is an egomaniac and like looked up the slave owners of Jada's family and brought them to the, <laughs> to the party. Here's what I want to talk about though, because I'm sure you see on Twitter, just like I do is that, okay. When I hear these things, my takeaway is that will is terrible, but then I look on Twitter and it's a combination of, we don't want to hear about them when it's will saying stuff and then if it's not that it's i don't jada's so evil she hates him why free will why can't we free him of jada and i re, i feel like am i are we reading the same things because why is everybody interpreting it as hate for jada everybody hates jada because misogyny and internal misogyny it was misogyny all along it was the villain all along the scooby-doo kids yeah. Pull off the mask. It was misogyny. I. That's why. And also, people, especially and even women, those pick me's out there, cannot take that. As terrible as I think Will Smith is, he really loves Jada. Like they have like some kind of connection, and that the idea, like them deciding that she's going off to fuck August Alcina, does not mean that he wants to throw her away. But they want to. They're like, oh. How dare she? How dare her vagina open for more than one person? What is wrong with it? They hate mm -hmm. Jada. Will Smith gives me Justin Timberlake, gives me Ryan Reynolds, like, won't even let you be on a red carpet and get interviewed without doing weird shit behind your back because he thinks he's funny. Like, right. like, sucks every bit of air out of every room he walks into. And everyone loves that. You're in the corner, like, dying for just a bit of oxygen. Uh, I cannot oh, imagine being married to him. Right. Like, like she would be doing a press junket for a movie that felt really important to her. And he would be like coming in and like pranking her, you know, and like yeah. taking her. Moment. And then she has to sit there and smile and act like it's he's so funny. Ha ha. We all love him. Right. First but of all, pranks are stupid. Second of all, don't prank me while I'm at work. <laughs> right. And I would like I mentioned this on the podcast when I talked about this article I, that he did for GQ. But he was talking about the August Alcina of it all and Jada stepping out. And then he was like, oh, I should, you know, it would be the a perfect opportunity for him to say what he's been doing yeah. and how he had been, you know, smashing Margot Robbie's cakes to smithereens for mm -hmm. years. And they've been kiki and laughing and acting like, oh, they're just friends. Um, but then he didn't. He didn't say anything about what he did. And then he wrote uh, back to the, the writer that interviewed him a couple weeks later and was like, oh, you know, like, I just don't think that it's proper. And, you know, Jada and I had a conversation. And basically, like, we didn't want to open that can of worms. But it's like, but you just told all her business. I and mean, granted yeah. that y'all did go on Red Table Talk and it is public knowledge. But again, it, 
the author made it seem like I respected him for that because he was able to keep something for himself. And it's like, no, he threw his wife under the bus and then Here's did the question. what he did. Why didn't you have a conversation with Jada before you did this interview? I bet you didn't even say, hey, I'm about to do this interview. You know, I wrote this book. What is there anything you don't want me to talk about? And he right. didn't. It's afterwards when he's probably just walking through the kitchen going, hey, Jada, I told him how you was fucking August again. You know, <laughs> and she's like, wait. Did you talk right. about Margo? And he's like, no. What are you talking about? He he seems like a terrible husband. Um, he seems like a showboat. He seems like a person that you can't get a word in edgewise. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, he's no Tupac. And we all know Jada misses Tupac, okay? So, <laughs> so and even with the kids, it's not that I, don't, I dislike those kids. I just feel like, like Jaden telling us about the hallucinogens he was been on. Girl, we knew that. That we saw how you tweet. <laughs> we, we see you. Right. Like, we saw you show up to Kimmy's wedding in a Batman costume. We yeah. know you. <laughs> yeah. We know you're high all the time. I've seen your hair. Don't do this, okay? And so, like, <laughs> I like I absolutely like. I just feel like they are trying to ride a fence. Like, Will still wants to be a absolute movie star. Oh, by the way, Kara, you ever notice how Will keeps taking these roles of these abusive men, like um, uh, Venus and Serena's daddy, uh, the guy from The Pursuit of Happiness had been arrested like nine times for ki- for beating up women. Like, he keeps taking these roles where he's doing biographies of like really terrible men. And then mm-hmm. there's the Will Smith, big smile, I'm a movie star, like, thing to it. And we're supposed to celebrate it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what do you see in these men, Will? Why do you connect to them so greatly? Um, probably because you're emotionally abusive. I also don't think he's a great dad. <laughs> I'm just keep it real. I don't think he's a great dad. I think Willow, I've read between the lines when it comes to Will- Willow, and she's basically been like, this motherfucker tried to put me on a work farm when I was eight years old. He mm. wanted me to have a, a show, a TV. Like, he wanted to do all this shit, and I was like, no! And, like, I feel like he's not, I feel like he's very concerned with fame. I feel like every tidbit they drop is either, I'm not surprised, I don't care, or Will is being terrible, and no one's giving him the, uh, the, like, no one's giving him the business for it. And until they're ready to admit they're Scientologists, I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Fair so that, enough. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I know, I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I got a little like a little bonus keep that shit in 2021. Okay, it's, let's go. It's white women prestige television where bleary-eyed white women look out a window, think all hard. And uh, have terrible hair and stilted and stilted conversation. I'm talking mayor of Easttown. I'm talking whatever that terrible sh- scenes from a marriage with Jessica Chastain. I'm talking whatever Nicole Kidman's doing. I don't want it anymore. Like we are three years into a fucking pandemic, guys. <laughs> People died. I don't want to watch you in your bad wig look out a window into the into a softly raining night. I don't want to do it anymore. Stop it. I find that very interesting. You contain multitudes, princess. You really do. Because I know 
if I'm looking at your Twitter timeline, do you stay watching like some sort of procedural or serial where there's like a white woman who's a real girl boss and she's wearing power suits and things of that ilk? And that's not really my um, vibe. So I learned from you. So Listen, I'm I'm taking this in, the things that I do tend to watch are your mirror of East towns. Like I love a short series. I, I want, I well, just want a, a dramatic mini series. They're short because they're bad. Okay. They're short <laughs> because they're bad. What? And you guys play this sad ass fucking music over everything. And it's just stop it. You know, are we, we going to do a reboot of we, psych. That's what are we, we need. <laughs> are we including Big Little Lies in this? Yes, we are. Okay. Yes, we motherfucking are. Are, are. We including Handmaid's Tale? I've never watched that because okay. um, it seems like torture porn. Okay. So, I no, no to that too. Leave that <laughs> shit in 2021. I want to see people having fun. I even don't, like, I watched his session every episode. Let's stop that too, because those people are very rich. Yet, when we want to watch rich people, we want to have them ha- see them having fun with their money. Not they're so unhappy. They never have a fun moment. They never just go. They never just go to the store and buy everything. They never just yeah. They never just like get on a plane and just go take me anywhere. They never do that. They're just always arguing about when where can we work in this building? Stop working. You got so much money. Just go home. Princess, I swear to you, I was on um, the Day Class A podcast and I said, because we were talking about Tom's and Tom Wom scams came up and Mm -hmm. I am only six episodes in. I'm going to start, you know, I have a plan to finish at least till through season two over the break. But um we were talking about Tom Wom scams and I was saying that I really love succession because I love white rich people who have fake problems. Like this is what I love. (laughs) I just want to see them. Like I want more fun people on TV. Like life is already fucking hard, right? It's so hard where everything's terrible. Everything's a fucking dumpster fire. And like Nicole Kidman wondering if she married the right white man is just not it's not doing it for me man like give me something give me something so that's my little bonus one but mostly uh get rid of that red table listen they can talk on the red table talk just not about themselves i don't want to hear nothing else gamma leave it alone i don't want to do it (laughs) drop the skincare routine and leave us alone that's exactly it (laughs) tell us which surgeon you went to gamma i don't believe you okay and and also there's the other thing about will and jada they keep having white people on the red table talk and i understand (laughs) that they are very comfortable in the white world and i'm happy for them okay they couldn't be as famous as they are if they weren't but i don't want that (laughs) like i'm tired of it and you you providing a place for white women to come and cry about the terrible things they've done doesn't i'm with gamma on that one go somewhere else yeah, I don't. We don't need to be having some like tearful, heart to heart moments with Olivia Jade. I know that's right. Right, like Olivia Jade even knew who the fuck you guys were before right. her her <laughs> representation said, "Oh, you're gonna be on the red table talk." She didn't. She got here and was like, "Who are these people?" Like Olivia, can you even sing the Fresh Prince theme song? No, 
<laughs> Olivia is so young. I work with somebody who's 30 years old, okay? And that's not young to me, but they've never seen Saved by the Bell. And I was like, all right, then we don't have oh shit God. else to fucking talk about. We- <laughs> if you don't know when I do my timeout that I'm doing a Zach Morris timeout and that I expect you to stand still while I talk to the imaginary camera, <laughs> what the fuck do you, what are we going to do? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, well, thank you so much, Princess. This was a, a delight as usual. <laughs> I, I'm going to get hate mail from this, but it's fine. It's fine. I don't even open my emails. It's fine. <laughs> Happy New Year to you, girl. Happy New Year. <laughs> Bye. All right, you guys. This time I'm joined by Dara Lane, host of Lady. Do You Remember This? Dara, give it to me. Lay it on me. What is it that you want to leave in 2020? Okay. I would like to leave Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval, Tom and Tom. I wow. I would like to throw them in the abyss. Wow. Okay. Do you, you really just threw me for a loop here. Um, <laughs> do, do you, are, are they equally guilty in your eyes? Or, or do you hate one more than the other? Um. You know, for a while, so when I was first mulling this over, at first, my I jumped to Tom Sandoval. I was like, I'm okay. really sick of him. But then the more I thought of it, it's so much bigger than Tom Sandoval. Sandoval, I can't stand them equally for, <laughs> for different but balancing reasons. And then even bigger than that, I feel like this um, brand was thrust upon me without mine or the bravo universe's consent (laughs) okay okay a non-consensual buddy situation okay so walk me through why you don't like sandoval because i feel like a lot of people are turning um on him especially with this season and i want to hear your thoughts okay so i've never liked sandoval um i've always felt that he is the kind of guy who like he he's a bit of a fake good guy you know he he makes like this big show of like no no no, I'm a good guy I'm not like Jax um I'm not a big cheater but he in my eyes is almost as bad as those types of dudes because he really co-signs it and lets that poor behavior go on um and like this this season, he's like the absolute worst. Um, but I don't think he has a lot of respect for women. I think he doesn't know that he doesn't really respect a lot of women. Um, and I think he just really likes to, you know, blame everything on on the on the woman in the room. Um, the boys are are never really at fault. So what I'm hearing is that you're a Katie fan. You know, I hate to admit it, but like I have, I can't say I'm necessarily a fan, but I have compassion for her. Okay, that's fair. Where do you have compassion in terms of her marriage? Yes, I I have compassion for her in terms. I I think in general, like when it comes to any of the women on Vanderpump, they're always done a lot dirtier than the guys. Like I don't understand why necessarily tom and tom would be rewarded um by lisa vanderpump with like a restaurant and like the keys to the castle i agree with you on that and not that i necessarily think that katie is someone 
who, who could carry a brand on her shoulders. She's not. Mm-hmm. But with in her marriage, the compassion I have for her is I think that she lives a terrible life with Tom Schwartz, where everyone around her says what a nice guy he is and he's so nice and she's this bitch. But I think he's a spineless individual who the only time that he can um, exert his toxic masculinity and like can really like dig his heels in and be in charge is when he's alone with Katie. Mm. He he extracts all of that like unearthed masculinity and aggression and like taking her down like it all goes on to her I think so okay here's my question do you I forgot it (laughs) (laughs) I had a question and I totally forgot it um where what do you think okay as an Angelino you live in Los Angeles is Tom Schwartz an LA stereotype or is he kind of an outlier I would say Sandoval feels to me more like the classic LA guy. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Even like with his relationship with, um, with Ariana, like, I feel like he, especially in, I don't know, was it the last episode where he was, uh, calling it like cyst male. Yeah. And I think it's, (laughs) I, (laughs) I think his attitude as like a, Oh no, I'm, I'm this like, um, liberal progressive man like I'm I'm a I can acknowledge my privilege and like look at my super smart you know bisexual progressive girlfriend who teaches me everything because I'm an idiot but really he's walking around with that stupid little hat and that stupid little goatee and he is just as bad as any other like toxic male force so here's here's my issue with Tom Schwartz is that he is not clearly I mean this is a surprise to nobody he's not navigating this um riding the fence between Sandoval and Katie well at all um do you feel like Tom Sandoval because this is how I feel is that he's often like shouldering responsibilities for his relationship with Katie that need to be handled by Schwartz. And I feel kind of like Katie, and I said this earlier, that like Katie demands the respect out of Sandoval that she should be demanding from her husband. And in that regard, like she's never going to be happy. That is incredibly astute. Um, You're totally right. And I think, yeah, I think both of them um, on either side of Schwartz are they need to at the end of the day schwartz is the common denominator there's nothing that links these two people besides this man and it is his responsibility to teach his friend how his wife is supposed to be treated mm-hmm. and to put his foot down and say like you don't talk to her like this i don't care if she's wrong like don't even say if she's wrong or not like this is your wife he doesn't get to talk to her like that end of story it doesn't matter what she does he will take he should be saying i'll take care of her at home and i will have a discussion with her about like treating you with respect but one-to-one where we are right now you treat her with respect 
but yeah. he won't do that. He refuses to do that because he has no respect for Katie. So he doesn't think that Katie should get that respect. Right. And that's something that I wish Katie would realize because it, that's not a marriage that you should be in, girl. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's, it's terrible. No, I and when Schwartz said a few episodes ago, she said something like, um, something about, well, our relationship is the most important. And he's like, what? He's like, he's like, what relationship? And she goes, our marriage. And he goes, well, that's just a piece of paper. Well, tear, tear up that piece of paper. Literally like light it on a fire, give it to Butters and Gordo to pee on. Like what? Who says stuff like that? It, to me, it just really distills it down to the most important part of the matter, which is this marriage means 0.0% to this man. And he is a child. And if, if she ever wants to be happy and if he ever wants to be happy, they have to divorce. I, I fully agree. They're terrible for each other. Like Tom is a bad person. And I think Katie does shitty things because she's in a bad relationship, but together, like they don't add any value to each other's lives. Like what is it that they really bring to each other other than like, I don't know, like teaming up to get some extra points on the Taco Bell app. Like, I honestly don't know. Well, and then the other huge illuminating moment for me this season was finding out that she had that abortion and, and realizing she had it because they were in the first year of their relationship and they were constantly fighting and Mm -hmm. she didn't think that they'd stay together. Like if that was year one, yeah, come on, you guys, what are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? Uh, they the whole group has this like weirdo incestual we got to keep the band together in some form or fashion yes obsession with each other and it's clearly not healthy like I have a group of friends and all of them are married and the married ones are like friendly but it's not like I'm going to be, if one of them said they wanted to get a divorce, I'm not going to be like, you have to stay together because he's my best friend. Like, no, right. <laughs> like, you got to do what you got to do. It's weird. It's really weird. Well, I think ultimately the problem here is that they're all banding together, all sticking together in this way because they know that there's nothing really for them in the long term on the other side of this because they started this show, you know, we see the pilot and it's like, you know, music kills Kate. Does music still kill Kate? I don't think so. Like she's not doing anything in music. They all had these dreams. They got, they completely let them fall by the wayside. Like what do they do after this? So they think that like the best option is to just all be miserable and have children at the same time. Yeah. You would think that that like break from between seasons would have kicked one of them in the pants a little bit more and I think maybe it is and maybe that's why Katie's trying to push this I need to be in business with a guy that I hate yeah <laughs> but um, yeah it's it's very strange do you see us ha- getting a season 10 I well what's worrying me about Bravo in general is 
having stuck with them for all these years, how scared they are to just like cancel something that has worked for them in the past. And I just, I feel like the, it should be canceled, but I fear that they'll just let this like run into the ground. Yeah, I agree. I I wouldn't mind another season if we focus more on like, like, I really like Charlie and I really like, yeah, there's some life in there, but I feel like they're focused on the wrong things. Yeah, they're focused on the wrong thing. And what I always say about Vanderpump Rules is that they really biffed this where they set themselves up where it could have been like a real housewives where you're constantly filtering in and out new cast members because it's a restaurant like it lends itself to turnover of people getting hired and fired right but they had this one-time magic with their core cast so they decided to just like ride or die with these people and now now it's starting to peter out and they're like oh no i guess we need new people but it's like it's too late yeah i mean they really should have done what summer house did yes a lot of ways honestly (laughs) (laughs) summer house is truly the new supreme and i'm i'm loving it i really love it um so were you one of those people who was charmed by schwartz in the earlier seasons and then you changed your mind or did you always feel like something was off with him from jump I always thought something was off with him. I I found him to be the most attractive. Mm -hmm. Um, But I always thought the way he treated Katie was bad. I mean, there didn't he like pour a drink on her head? Like in one of the, like one of the first seasons. Yep. And okay. Okay. So like he is just like any of those other guys and he's hanging out with those guys, you know, he he never really snowed me. I think he's just one of those people who, because he's a man and because he's like soft spoken and handsome, he can just yeah. get away with anything. And people will still say, "Oh my god, he's such a nice guy." Oh, he never did anything to me. He just you know pours drinks on his girlfriend's head. But she's a bitch. She deserves it. Right, right. Um, so I have a controversial question. Would you be? open to welcoming Jackson Brittany back on the show no okay <laughs> thank you I I I cannot I cannot take any more of those two little hillbillies like god bless them but no they at a certain point we have to say no yeah <laughs> enough is enough and I wish them the best but it's not going to go well for them I I'm I feel like Jax is going to be in jail yes years so we'll see (laughs) oh I can totally see that where it you know it won't happen this year it won't happen next year but when we've completely forgotten about those two people we will see his bloated red-eyed mugshot (laughs) on the on the front page of TMZ and we're like oh yeah that we knew that happened someday literally it's gonna be like a Jax Taylor member him like one of those yes Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I see them having like a good, I don't know what the contracts are like over at Bravo, like in terms of a non-compete, but they're really heading down a um what's that show on like we? It's like marriage, marriage boot camp. Yes. I'm going down that real quickly, as soon as they can. As oh soon- my god, yeah, that that's really like made for them, actually. But truly. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. I would watch that. I don't want them back in any sort of light where it's like we're trying to be snowed into thinking that these are good people or something or that they have a functional marriage. But I am interested in a therapist just like getting in there. They could really do a whole marriage boot camp Vanderpump Rules edition, and I would be perched in front of oh. my. Oh my god that that is the only way I want this show to continue is just full marriage boot camp for everyone. <laughs> I want the whole cast to walk into Tom Tom and have like Iyama there and be like, "Listen, bitch." Oh my god. <laughs> Literally, okay, if and if Ianla did it, that would be for me just like a fever dream. Like I'll know that I've died and I didn't know that I died because there's no way something so good could happen to me. <laughs> I could not agree with you more. Oh my gosh. Dara, thank you so much for doing this. I'm really gonna have to like I've been a Tom Sandoval apologist this season and like oh. every other season really. So that's <laughs> Um, you know, it's been tough. I've, it's been hard to stand in my truth, but, um, and it was hard to hear what you had to say, but I accept you. And I, listen, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, push you a little and, you know, have you maybe question some things. You don't need to change your stance, but you know, just see things in a new light. I I agree. (laughs) An an open discourse happening here. It's very, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. Well, thank you so much again, and we'll talk soon. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Great. Liz Bentley, friend, host the feathers in my hair. What do you have for me? What is the one thing that you want to leave in 2021? So this is going to be a hypocritical pick because I won't be able to leave it because I'm unable to leave things. Part of my disease is that I only care about things I hate. So it was really hard to pick something to leave. But I'm going to say that I want to leave the Duggars in 2021 and obviously not just Josh Duggar. Like, yeah, we we need to leave Josh Duggar. But like this hope that has sprung up around the fact that like, the kids that are condemning Josh are suddenly going to be superheroes and like suddenly are not going to be fundamentals Christians like and like right. are going to be good people. And I understand, I deeply understand, like I too want a Duggar to come out and be like, I hate religion. Like I love abortion. Like gay people are great. Like 
I want that. And if that happens, like I will welcome them with open arms and they're ready to make some serious amends for like the shit that they did. But in general, like even the most rebellious, like a Jill and Derek, like Derek, like still bullied like a teenage Jazz Jennings and like never apologized for it. He like went on like crazy homophobic tirades like Ginger and Jeremy. Like these are all still like independent fundamentalist Baptists just because they're not part of like maybe the IBLP anymore. Like so in the Duggar fold, like these people are still deeply, deeply, deeply harmful with their beliefs. And I think we're forgetting that because we are desperate for someone to root for in this situation. And I want to leave this like desperation to root for a Duggar in 2021. I, I'm fully with you. Like hashtag let's abolish the uh, Duggar industrial complex. Like I'm here for it. Um, I want to talk about a couple things because I showed you the other day a screenshot of a comment that I got on my Instagram in relation to Josh Duggar. Right. Now, when I post about every time that I post about Josh in the past year, I get like a steady stream of people every week talk like commenting and they're all these like very specific types of people but nobody really went off the rails until this lady she was straight up like um josh should be free shame on the judicial system (laughs) for showing um these child sex abuse images like right a juror I would have refused to see that and and express my religious freedoms to not have to see that and it's like okay he did it though so what is it that you're upset about you fucking weirdo so you have um hinted to me that there's like a lot of people who are um especially with that uh, without a crystal ball lady like are railing against her and not yeah. the actual problem. And I want to, do I want to know more about that? I don't know. <laughs> so the, so the person of the comment is definitely not the without a crystal ball lady faction. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole different thing. Actually, probably I should have, uh, okay. That's another thing that we can leave in 2021, like her, but then also like the insane people that hate her so much that they're actually like on the Duggar side in many ways. Um, that person I think is just like a syndrome of you using hashtags. You know, I'm always like, you attract the crazies because it's like, you actually are trying to grow your account. Unlike me, who's like, please never find any of my material. (laughs) Like, like you will never find a hashtag on any of my things because I just can't deal with, um, these people. Like I will come into your comment sections and someone will be like, Okay, like you're always talking about racism, like or like Jen Shaw's innocent, like always without fail. Like your comment sections attract crazies because of the amount of hashtags that you use to grow your account, um, which works because like you actually get followers, unlike me who like negative, you know, like I go negative in followers. Like there's no growth happening necessarily on my end. Um, I think that person is just like an unhinged person and has found deeply found something to focus on because like like yeah nobody can really deny like it's bad that jurors have to watch the CSAM in court um yeah but at the same time it's like but they have to and I think they only show like a short clip it's not like they watch I mean I feel for the jurors like that must be traumatizing to have to watch but also it's like so is kind of any sort of violent crime trial that you sit through like you see some really upsetting things um right 
like if, if we're like eliminating having to view these bad things then nobody would be in jail because nobody would see what was happening so. yeah and like i i definitely like i think even in the comment it was like Anna shouldn't have had to see that. Like, didn't it even matter? But, like, that's not what happens. Like, just the jurors yeah. see them. The defendant doesn't even see it in court. Like, they watch it on these, like, private little screens. I think they wear headphones so you can't even hear it. Like, it's, uh, yeah, that person is crazy. But there is definitely a faction. So, Without a Crystal Ball is a YouTuber who does, like, gossip commentary, if you will. She's moderately successful I guess it's hard to kind of gauge on YouTube she's successful for her sphere it feels like but she's not she doesn't get like insane views you know what I mean like she gets like a hundred thousand views two hundred thousand views but nothing like she's not getting millions of views but she's still getting like a decent amount of views and she will post like 18 videos in two days type of thing like and she posts a ton of lives yeah and she's almost kind of like an ambulance chaser in a way. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, she full stop is an ambulance chaser. She yeah. is really, like, good at reading Reddit and then being like, well, a source told me, like, to act mm-hmm. like she's a source. But, like, she her source is Reddit, like mine is. Like, right. um, So she's always kind of pretending. But she does get scoops sometimes. And she does get sources sometimes which is like she did get those amber tapes way back in the day you know what I mean and like she did get Lindsay Chrisley to like comment on record about her dad and she did get Amy Duggar to like talk on record and like all the all the big stars the, the big big stars Lindsay Chrisley <laughs> so she does occasionally get scoops but like she's really inaccurate and here's the thing like People hate her to a degree that I personally don't think may they are literally act like she is the devil and they'll like list the stuff she did. I'm like, I mean, it's not that bad. Like it's bad, but it's like classic, just like a bad internet person type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and so she is a subreddit dedicated to hating her. They post every single thing she does. Like I said, I love to hate watch. I think the issue is is that there's no humor or fun in any of like they hate mm-hmm. on her. They post directly to her, which is something I don't like. So the titles would be like, Katie Joy, you are a liar and you will be taken down. And it's like, probably not. Like, right. <laughs> like probably not. Um, they are constantly talking about like reporting her to the police for things. Um, and then one time I saw a long post about how she's like committing a hate crime against the IBLP for the way that she talks about them. Um, (laughs) at other times there were suggest, like they're constantly rooting for the Duggars to sue her for defamation. I'm like, I don't think you guys understand how defamation suits happen because they want, they want like the girls to, cause she talks a lot about the blanket training stuff and does make crazy accusations. Please don't get me wrong. But like, I'm like, I don't think these girls want to go under deposition and talk about their parenting tactics and like what physical, like corporal punishments they may use like in a defense again like they may not do what katie joy says but they hit those kids and like they don't want to go on record with that and so they're constantly like i hope jim bob sues her and i'm like jim bob's not suing fucking anybody for defamation like what are you talking about and at one point she was saying some stuff about josh and a gaggle of them actually started to email josh's lawyer evidence of katie joy defaming josh and it's like when you're on the side of the Duggars, you've done something wrong. Deeply. 
deeply, like you, deeply wrong. you've done something really wrong. So I want to leave those people in 2021 as well. Um, so yeah, the the Duggar, the people that like think because the some of the girls wear pants now, they're good people. Like I'm leaving that in 2021. And I'm leaving like the extreme Katie Joy haters that truly, if I just like stopped looking, I would never think about again. But I have no self-control, so I won't stop looking. Um, I want to leave them in 2021 too. Yeah. I mean, I think we've gotten the quote unquote best that we're going to get out of this family when Ginger uh, and Jeremy issued their statement about Josh. Yeah. Like, and when Derek was like being shit, like when Derek has said stuff, but like the thing is, especially with Jill and Derek, like the only reason they've done all of this is because like Derek's mad that Jim Bob didn't pay him, which is right. Like he should be mad about that, but like, it's all selfishly motivated. He had, they haven't had some incredible spiritual awakening where they're like, Oh my God, this guy's a fucking monster. Like he still is like, they're still hardcore Trumpers. There's still somebody posted the, the other day, Derek, like passionately telling people to vote for Ray Moore. Remember him or Roy Moore? Like that the, pedophile that was running. Like the guy that was on the, the horse. Yes. Who was oh like a known pedophile. So like it just is definitely like it's all for, in my opinion, for uh Derek Dillard, it's all very, very selfishly motivated. Yeah. Um and like I said, like, I mean, I support the girl, like I feel so bad for those girls who were victims of abuse and their parents like gaslit the shit out of them and they're probably having a lot of realizations now and it's probably really difficult and upsetting and I hope they're getting proper help but like they're still bigots yeah so okay let's play this game then if you're doing PR sure and the Duggars come to you and they say we're really going to be genuinely open-minded towards um any ideas that you want to give us about a possible rebrand or pivoting away from that? Uh, what advice would you give them? Um, so I would say complete, like if it like Duggar girls, because I, I think Jim, Bob and Michelle are kind of done. Um, I don't yeah. think, I don't think there's salvation, but like if the girls came to me, like the counting on crew, if you will, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I would say, you need to really make strong statements against your parents. Um, you really need to like latch on with a cool church, like go to Hillsong mm -hmm. um, and like really lean into. And I think a lot of them are doing this and they're doing a pretty good job at it. Like I would say like really lean into Instagram influencer, cool Christian girl aesthetic. Like, because mm -hmm. let's be real aesthetic kind of trumps everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> And, like, that's what people care about. And I would be, like, get haircuts, like, hire a stylist, um, like, hire somebody to run your social media for you and, like, really figure out, like, how to be cool. Um, I think that is something that kind of lacks all of them is their <laughs> – and it's not really their fault. It's, like, how they grew up. Like, they really have, a, really have an inability to be cool. Like, there. even Ginger, who's, like, trying real hard with Jeremy's guidance, like, yeah, like they're, it's hard. they're really not cool. And I would say that the move should be, like, forget about TV, you know, like, it's done. Like, you're, it's done. Forget about your weird little brothers. Like, they're done. Really focus on mommy blogging, Christian girl influencer, get your aesthetics, like, way up, and then, like, start figuring out how to maybe like market that as like the like the Christian girl TikTok thing. I think it's gonna be 
really hard for any of them, but I think that they, and I would also really recommend like regularly shit talking their parents, like not too often, but mm-hmm. like every once in a while reminding everyone that like your parents are evil and that you don't stand with them because I think that uh, people really desperately do want to root for them because I do think a lot of people genuinely liked the Duggars um, because people are fucking insane. Um, <laughs> like they genuinely like the Duggars. Like isn't it crazy to think that there were people in the year 2007 who turned on TLC and were like this is wholesome as opposed to me. Who's already like, what are these fucking weirdos? Like, let me go on television without pity and see these weirdos. You know what I mean? Like, does everybody else see that they're weirdos? Like, I don't, there were people that really genuinely like them. And I think especially the four older girls are like, and I guess Joanna now too. So we can put those five girls. They're really easy. Oh, I would tell Jana to get married. Oh, I would tell Jana to get married Mm -hmm. because that would be, here's my thing though. Like now with all her, well, not all her charges, but this like one charge is she now just like no I don't think so I think that that is like I think it's going to be off her record she took a plea deal you know what I mean like I think that that is going to go away um and I think what what I would do is I would say come out and say that Anna and Michelle had you watching too many kids Mm -hmm. put it on Anna and Michelle because they're the bad people now right like Jim Bob Anna Michelle and Josh are the the evil so like you have to position yourself squarely against them Jana announcing a courtship would be huge for her, just like PR wise. Like people yeah. desperately, I'm not like if Jana doesn't want to get married, she shouldn't get married. That's not what I'm saying. But like if we're just talking about PR and growing numbers for our account and our engagement, like a Jana courtship and wedding would be huge engagement for her. Like that but would bring needs a to lot marry of followers. the right kind of guy though. She needs she can't marry like there was she a rumor about that Jeremy guy. Type, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to have to do, like, a... Maybe find, like, a nice widower. Mm, yeah, that could work. With a couple kids. Because, realistically, they're not single men her age in her orbit. Um, So, I'm not sure, like, exactly who she could marry. But she could... She needs to get married. Um, PR. For just her PR, I'm saying. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, she doesn't need to get married, obviously. But I think that, like, an independent Jana would bring her a lot of followers. I think that the girls solely position, like squarely positioning themselves against the parents, um, against the IBLP and like joining a really cool hipster church. I think the snarkers will still be like, yeah, well, Hillsong's homophobic too. But I think for most people, they'll be like, I like their music. Like mm-hmm. do the, really take like the Ginger and Jeremy route. But um, like, I think like if Jess was able to do that, who in my opinion is a lot more charismatic than Ginger, like she would have a lot of success with that. Yeah, I agree. I I fully agree. I mean, I maintain that I still feel quite bad for these girls because they were victims through and through, you know, and it sucks that they're only real mainstream or, you know, the largest stream of income is gone because of him. Yeah. And also, like, they (laughs) married men that are not great providers because that wasn't needed. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't need to marry men that own their own business or whatever but the reality is most people in their cult don't have a lot of money because they have a bunch of kids they refuse to have any debt so they don't have credit cards and like mortgages and they all live very simply in a way that like is not instagram it's not as the kids say aesthetic 
Right. Um, uh, I, yeah, I no, they, they're victims. They're, they grew up in a cult. It's truly awful. I feel so bad for them. And I think a lot of us feel bad for them, which is why I'm saying if they can really position themselves as like, as survivors, I think they yeah. could get a lot of traction because people like that. They root for them. Yeah, I agree. And it seems like they have a, a big hesitance to do so, which I get. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, imagine, like, you know, okay, I don't know if you at all follow Elizabeth Smart, but she has had like a really successful career, like mm-hmm. talking about being a survivor and like what that means in the context of being a Mormon. And it's like really interesting. And she's written and talked about, she has like a TED talk, I think, about like, um, how she was able to, how she like mentally dealt with her sexual assault in the face of purity culture in her church. It's like, it's very, very interesting. And I think like if these girls are probably not intelligent enough to do this, which is not their fault. They didn't get any education at all. Like they all have fifth grade educations. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I think like one of them could latch on and Jill is like kind of doing this, but she's not quite there. I think that if they could latch on to this, like I go to therapy, I'm all about healing and survival. And I was a victim of sexual assault. And it's not, I'm not saying they have to do that. Obviously like nobody has to take on that persona, but I do think that there would be like PR wise and career wise. Like there's a space for that healing through Christ, how like my new relationship with God helped me heal as being a survivor of sexual assault. Like there's a big audience for that. I think Mm -hmm. a huge, huge, honestly. Um, so I feel like we are about, uh, I'm going to say two, to three years from just the Duggars plunging into full financial ruin because yes, well, Zimbabwe uh, owns a lot of property. I think is like yeah. I think we don't know the depths of his pockets, but I think for the kids, yeah, I think we're gonna start seeing um like the husbands of the girls, especially and the boys, like starting companies and doing construction and like going back to like a real manual labor type of lifestyle, which I think they thought they had elevated out of. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. The fact that Jim Bob is or was up until recently like spending more money on his campaign than the people he was running against and I'm sure you saw that big ass LED van, yeah. Yeah. the truck that they had been rolling through Arkansas with their he and uh, Michelle's faces on it. What the fuck is his problem? I don't know. You know what would really be good PR? So you saw they announced that IBLP documentary that's going to come out on Amazon. The no. by the, the people who did Lula Rich are doing an IBLP oh. documentary. I'm oh my losing God. my fucking mind. I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped that it's not just the Duggars. I think doing yeah. the IBLP is such a better decision. I think that a, a more short-sighted version would be just the Duggars, but it's yeah. so gotta- much bigger than the Duggars. Like, it's Bill Gothard, right? Like, it is Bill Gothard. It is the Bates. It is the Plaths. Like, it is all of these people that are part of the ATI and the IBLP. Like, oh, I have such high hopes for this. Like, I mean, I'm sure Amy Duggar is going to be in this, but like if Jill Dillard, Dillard, yeah, I was like, is her last name Derek or Dillard? (laughs) If Jill Dillard like got on that and talked about what it's like to be in the IBLP and like how she's like, that would be a huge move for her. Yeah. Yeah. So did they just announce that they're coming out or did they drop a trailer? No, they announced that it's happening yesterday. It's going to be late 2022 or 2023. 
Oh. Wow. They should hire me for it. Honestly, they should. (laughs) It's such Um, a great, it's like when I saw that it was the IVLP as a whole, I was like, that's brilliant. Like six episodes on that, I think is so smart. I think just on the Duggars is, like I said, short-sighted. Like there's, I mean, there is a lot to talk about the Duggars, don't get me wrong, but I think like it allowing it to be about the whole movement because the Duggars just represent the greater movement. And I think like you have to have a history, like, I mean, uh, I just like, I can't wait for people to understand that like all the Duggars values are like truly based in white supremacy. And like, Mm -hmm. like there's just so much there that I think people don't realize about like why the Duggars believe the way that they do because of Bill Gothard and like what Bill Gothard truly stood for. And like, I'm just, I'm ready for it. Wow. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Thank you for telling me. You're welcome. Um, well, Liz, this was a treat as always. Thank you. I, this was a very good selection. Thank you. I couldn't, you know, as I said to Kara, I was having trouble thinking of something. And then I was like, well, I'll just pick something that I'm not actually going to do, but I should do. <laughs> Same. Catch me on my January 5th episode talking about the Duggars. <laughs> Truly. I'm like, we're leaving the Duggars. And I'll spend like New Year's Eve like podcasting about the Duggars. Like, <laughs> uh, well, what do I always say? I'm nothing if not a hypocrite. You know? You know what? And that's that's all we need. I was like, you know, I was t- uh, talking to friends about Trisha Paytas the other day. And then I was scrolling through TikTok and she had a live and I just watched it. And it Here's the real sick thing is that she wasn't even in the live. It was a live and all the cameras facing towards were two American girl dolls. The St. Lucia one and another one. I'm really <laughs> upset about her appropriation of Kirsten. I'm like really upset about it. I really I was actually that was my other thing. I was like, should I say Trisha? But then I was like, oh, I don't know. Is it like too much to talk about Trisha right now? But I actually think I may. I mean, I won't, but like between the Duggars and Trisha, there's more of a chance I'll leave Trisha just because she's very boring to me now. And I think she's actually close to being canceled and that, like, I think people don't care as much about her anymore. And that's, 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 that's how it. you get canceled. People just don't care. We, we love to see it. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much, Liz. You have a lovely day. Thanks, Kara. <laughs> Bye. Troy McKeady, uh, a pure delight in the pop culture realm, host of Dunzo podcast, co-host of Beyond the Blinds podcast. Troy, give it to me hard and fast. What is the one thing that you're wanting to leave in 2021? Okay, I thought long and hard about this. And the thing that I'm ready to leave in 2021 is not only fast fashion. Like, I'm really done with seeing girls try on Shein on on TikTok like I literally I literally can't do it anymore um fast fashion and also BBL fashion okay Troy I saw this on TikTok somebody called that Kylie core and Mm. it chilled me to my bones I was like wow (laughs) my spine just twisted unnaturally when you said it (laughs) yes I'm totally totally with you I don't want to see another cutout I don't want to see, I don't want to see girls telling us how to turn their, uh, you know, Trader Joe's bag into a crop top. I, maybe that's (laughs) of me, but like, I don't care. I don't care. 
I just can't do it anymore. Like I, you're right. I can't take any more like velvet cutout body con. Like I have a like Coke bottle waist and giant, giant ass dresses anymore. Like I just can't do it. I, I, I can't take it anymore. It's not really truly flattering. It's the most like, it's the complete opposite of timeless. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? You look at that picture in a month and you're like, hi, what, what, what was I thinking? It's just, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's Instagram fashion in its truest form. And by that, I mean, like you only wear it to take pictures for Instagram because <laughs> you have to like contort your body in a way that it's like, okay, this like piece of polyester is really falling on my body. Like it's couture. And we know it's not, it's probably <laughs> causing a rash in your back as we speak and yeah like I don't maybe I just don't do those activities that would cause you to wear things or or go to events that would make you wear things like that but yeah I just I like I want to die yeah I I I don't know where (laughs) people are going wearing these like BBL dresses and stuff but I'm just like and I honestly don't think anybody's going anywhere I I think you're right it's just for Instagram like you I just it's so mind-blowing to me that we give like um these Instagram companies so much money when they steal designs and make them so shitty and so cheap like they don't deserve your coin even if it is a dress for a night like these people are monopolizing fashion they've completely ruined the the fashion cycle so now instead of everything coming back 10 years later it comes back and then is gone in a month it's psychotic. Mm-hmm. It's honestly psychotic. They ruin fashion. Uh, this is a really great submission. I'm I'm loving it. Um, okay, so here's the question for you. Okay. If that fashion is gone, have we evolved past the need for Bella Hadid? <laughs> In more ways than one, I hope. <laughs> like what are the girlies gonna do this is it's a perpetual question running through my mind um what do you think is next for like models because we're still in this era of well are we would you say okay so many questions would you say that we're still in the era where the hadids and the jenners of the world are reigning supreme are there new supremes rising Do they know that they're on their way out? Or are they on their way out? It feels a little bit like they're on their way out. It feels like the necessity and the need to keep up with them is less and less. And I guess, you know, it would be a really long time before we see them, like, not around. But it does feel like, like Kylie, for example, just does not feel as relevant as she did, say, in, like, 2016. Like, it just doesn't feel like that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like she's kind of the one who sort of ushered that in because remember when she was like big on Tumblr and she had her turquoise hair Mm -hmm. and Kanye was like obsessed with her and really thought that she was like the new wave. I thought about that when you were talking about Beyond the Blinds and Scott possibly hitting on Kylie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I thought like oh I wonder I bet Kanye said something weird I mean I know he has because he has a song called Ecstasy about how he wants to fuck him and all of her sisters so you know, <laughs> I, just, 
Uh, I mean, I don't know. What do you think is next for Kylie? Do you think she's like, uh, I'm taking my, my Kylie's skin money and running and just, do you see her going into hiding? Well, here's the really interesting thing. So obviously like the, the big thing for the past few or like maybe month or so, right, has been that Kim is transitioning her body right mm-hmm. yeah and we've seen chloe also is like following suit of course the trickle down effect in the family is like when kim does something <laughs> they all do it so right. of course chloe has now transitioned her body and it feels like i don't even know if kylie's body is transitionable at this point like i watched her Lori hill episode on youtube and she's truly bionic mm-hmm. um <laughs> so i just wonder like how kylie can transition because her body is truly a trend and it feels like, I, I mean, I would hope that that trend is like on its way out. So I don't know what, I don't know what would, would come for Kylie, but you know what? She's resourceful. She's smart. And she's a cockroach. That's the one thing that we know about <laughs> Kylie is that she's truly a cockroach. So, you know, I can't count her out. You can't count her out, but this is maybe her biggest battle yet because people are tangentially really not fucking with her because of Travis and then what happened at Astroworld. Right, and she doesn't have like the she doesn't have like the personality or the ability to like talk herself out of it. You can't open up Snapchat and like mumble yourself out of this one. Right. You know what I mean? Like it would yeah. take a really savvy it would take a Kim, you know what I mean, to really like get herself out of something so gargantuously bad. And Kylie is just not that girl. So I don't know. Yeah. Gosh. What a scary time for her. Like, <laughs> because right. it's not like, you know, the first pregnancy and Stormy was a moment because she was so young and it was so private. It was kept under mm-hmm. wraps. And but now it's like, well, you're on baby number two. This isn't really going to, it's not going to hit the same. Definitely right. not going to hit the same as Travis Scott's baby. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, like, how invested are people going to be in you being like a, what, 24 year old? I don't even know how old she is, like, second time mother. Like, you know, this isn't teen mom, baby. Right. Like, even just when she announced her second pregnancy, it's like people cared for a literal day. Yeah. If that. If that even, right. Like, when she had the baby, it was like, oh, yeah, Kylie gave birth. Like, the difference even between her first pregnancy and her second pregnancy was, like, night and day. So, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, I I definitely feel like the reign of Kylie will be coming to an end, but I don't think she'll ever go anywhere. Yeah, I agree. So, what would you like to see? Where would you like to see fashion go? Well, the direction that I like that fashion is going is that Gen Z is so unimpressed with labels unless they're like literal high-end labels. Mm-hmm. So where when we were younger, like wearing an American Eagle hawk or whatever on your right. polo was like a literal flex. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. though the, the polo was, you know, $40 maybe. And now it's like a a flex to have like an actual designer bag and like be 19 like it's a big deal so I I like the idea that Gen Z just has completely done away with like mall fashion kind of and Mm -hmm. I like that they're all very thrifty at the same time where it's like pretty much all of the clothes that you see younger people on TikTok bragging, bragging about are thrifted 
clothes from the 90s or the early 2000s and I like that do you think that these kids know that like those most of the clothes that they're wearing are were worn by like nerds (laughs) can we talk about that yeah (laughs) I see a girl in like a or a guy in like some like straight Jerry Seinfeld like normcore pant jeans mm-hmm. and like those pullovers that are kind of like the Sherpa, and I think mm, those were not cool at the time, but now y'all are really acting like this is the shit, and it's incredible. It's interesting being old enough to watch your trend, like see trends and stuff come back, and see young people misinterpret them. That's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like. It's, it's- it's a real mind thought being like like seeing some girl be like oh I found this at a thrift store and you can tell that it's like an Aeropostal like monkey tank and you're like girl wait (laughs) wait what I literally saw that uh, I had to see the TikTok that she was like I thrifted all of this and it was like yeah it was like like the Paul Frank monkey yes like old Levi's it's it's pen 15 fashion through and through yeah and it's like wear as many layers as possible it's like I'm gonna cut up this shirt and turn it into like just like arms and then I'm gonna put this leather jacket over it but then I'm gonna cover the leather jacket with a denim and then I'm gonna cover the denim with a t-shirt but crop it it's like okay they they really love a layering moment. They really really do. Um, gosh, uh, yeah. I we got to get out of here. We're in a crazy place, and I want out. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like mindless, and it's <laughs> mindless layering. It's literally like there's no thought that goes into any of it. It's just literally throwing clothes on, and yeah. then being like, "That's the fit," and it's like, "Okay, you're wearing nine shirts and a pair of Lee dungarees," but okay, girl. Right, like, why am I wearing a cardigan under a t-shirt? Why, why is that? <laughs> like, what is the point? I don't get it. <laughs> uh, so I have a, a a question for you. Who has your eye? Who are you looking at on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter? And, like, who's catching your eye? Like a celebrity? No, just, like, maybe just kids coming up in the scene. Or maybe a new celebrity that you're into. Um, who is catching my eye? Um, I tell you guys, there's a guy who was like killing it on Twitter and TikTok, and his name is Keon. It's K E Y O N, and he is so funny. And he does these TikToks where he's like always wearing a do rag and he's just talking about life. And the oh, way he is he, so funny, he's hilarious. You guys have to check him out. <laughs> he's really, really funny. I love him. Um, I will be honest, what is the, what's the name of the, I can't think of her, like, actual handle right now, but, um, and she's, like, everybody pretty much knows her now, but, uh, what's her name who does, like, the Kardashian, like, deep thinks? Oh, I mean, there's a couple girls, there's Andrea Lopez who does Courtney, um, she does Courtney impressions, but there is another girl, and she's a dark-haired girl, and, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who you're thinking. And you also mentioned somebody on your podcast and you couldn't remember her name, but it's K not Bay. And she's the girl who's like, um, I just have a question and don't find me. Cause I know how you girls like to tussle. She's so <laughs> yeah. funny. 
Yes, you so funny. <laughs> I literally lay in bed and just like I my neighbors hear me like witch cackling, like they think the Blair Witch is in our building because I look at her TikToks at night. Um, but yeah, her she's amazing. And I, I think her the other girl's handle may be Kardashian confidential or oh, okay, okay. something like that. But I love her Kardashian deep thinks and like her like deep dives and like tapping into like the psychology of that family is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stealing my crown. I really should have thought to do that because, (laughs) you know, like every time I see those videos, I'm like, but there's this. And I'm like a, like a, oh, well actually. And, and it kills me. It kills me. Right. Yeah. It kills me. Oh man. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Troy. This was a really, a really good uh, answer. Of course. (laughs) Thanks so much for including me. (laughs) You have a great day. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Back with one of my favorite internet people, Christine Bianca Villa. Hit me, girl. What is the one thing that you wanting to leave in 2021? Uh, well, thank you for having me. Um, aside, I mean, of course, there's an abundance of things. But the one thing I would love to leave behind is Tristan, third trimester Thompson. <laughs> I am officially done. I will. I never want to speak his name again. I never want to hear his name again. I'm just exhausted. So ideally we would just, just pretend it just, he doesn't exist. (laughs) I know know that you keep up with the Kardashians. (laughs) Oh yes. Um, walk me through your journey. Did you, was there ever a point where you liked Tristan? Um, yes, there was actually in the beginning, even after I kind of came around to him even after like the Jordan Woods thing because I was like listen he not that I really liked him but I did I was like he wants to you know I respect that he wants to make it a family and and he really wants to co-parent and you know I mean on the show they they kept showing that he wanted to get back together with Chloe so even after the that the huge incident I even was like you know what if they want to be a family that's great and now I'm like, I just, I feel like every week I hear about someone else that he is like hooked up with. And I'm like, are we, yeah. can we just enough, enough? <laughs> so yeah, there was a point where I was like, you know what? I hope that they're happy together. Great. And I'm like, you know, I, I have no energy for that anymore. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I fully agree with you. Um, where, where does Chloe fall in that for you? I mean, I've always loved Chloe. Like, I always thought she was just like the funniest one. Like, she, I've, I've loved her for forever, and I also, you know, respected her being like, I will, you know, he'll be a, we'll, we'll co-parent together, like, or we'll be a family and all this. I was like, I respect it, and now I'm like, okay, I swear to God, if you, no, like, no <laughs> one can take him back. We are done. We're done. And be a father. Great like need she never needs to speak to him again we never need to speak about him again like I just I swear to god if I hear anything and I know they have like that Hulu show coming out if I so much as like they need to bleep out his name I cannot I cannot (laughs) um so here's the thought that I have been having and it's been keeping me up at night do you think that they have like fertilized situations with each other like are babies in a storage freezer somewhere in Calabasas yes yes because you know what did they say something about that um um 
in the last season. Yes, because he was like, we could just like have a baby, like norm, like just like have just, sex, whatever. And she was like, well, well, no, we're not together, so we're gonna yeah. not do it that way. So yeah, I I think that they have other babies, babies on ice. They I believe. <laughs> like, what do you do with that? Are we going to go into well, like Sofia Vergara situation? Remember that? Oh my God. Honestly, like <laughs> I, at this, I'm like, I know she wants more kids. Like, yeah. I don't even, I mean, they already have true, like they're already bonded forever. Why not? Let's just throw in a few more. If Chloe <laughs> wants more kids, it makes it easy. They already have one. So, like, you can add more like you know if they didn't have one then it would be but I'm like you know what just go ahead as long as I never have to hear about it <laughs> I mean this is like a true girl bossing too too close to the sun like it's <laughs> <laughs> the preparation that went into tying yourself to a fuckboy like what do you do with that and she she really tied herself in a very ooh, that's like forever yeah like a kid is forever but like kids on ice is forever ever you know right oh yeah no that's that's like a confirmed thing yeah (laughs) um don't don't come at me guys about how fertilization works i know it's wrong i know what i just (laughs) said um yeah i oh i'm so sick so what do you do you have hopes for chloe's future do you is there a celebrity that you would like to see her with honestly i don't no like I would love to see her with just like a regular person like honest Mm -hmm. and I know that's not gonna happen but like and same with all of them like I just want to see Kim with like a regular guy like maybe someone she went to or did she go to college or no Courtney went to college like maybe someone she just went to high school with who like they will rekindle and fall in love like I just think that because no matter who they date like it's gonna be a huge thing and like yeah. No matter who they're they're paired with. So I'm like, you know, just make it a normal person. Someone who doesn't like the spotlight. Like, just be in love. Although I will say I'm, I love, like, single Kim. I think it's so fun. So I, I do like seeing That's her, fun. like, date celebrities. Um, yeah. It's very fun for all of us. But, yeah. But, like, for Kim, Pete Davidson is a normal person. Like, a regular right. Honestly, <laughs> you are correct. The king of New York is Pete Davidson's <laughs> New York. You know what? As two residents of Pete Davidson's New York, we should know more. (laughs) Exactly. No, right. Because they just like, when they were just at the movies together, I was like, wow, this is the most normal thing I've seen in my entire life. Like, just the the thought of like Kim going to see, going to a Staten Island movie theater to watch House of Gucci. Like, can you die? Oh, no, it's it's insane. Like, (laughs) never in my life would I have thought that. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and more power to her like go go girl yeah um do how are we feeling about Courtney and Trav are we you still into it or no I mean I never like I mean I, I'm I'm glad she's happy it's just like a lot like <laughs> to take in as a as an bystander um I agree I saw pictures yeah. of the paparazzi pictures of them on the beach earlier and they were, she was wearing like a full length matrix yes. resurrection coat, leather trench coat. And I was just like, you and know. And he had like combat boots on. I was like on the, what is happening? I was like, it's the beach. I, 
to the beach. <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, Justin Bobby. But no, uh, I cannot. Like, I know, like, you're, it's December, but, like, you're in California. I know it's not that cold. Like, there should never be an instance where we're head-to-toe clothed in boots on the beach. I mean, that's just insanity. And it's just, like, a lot. Like, I feel like their tongues are always, like, down each other's throats and, like, we always yeah. are seeing it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I don't think, I, honestly, like, I'm just going to say it, you guys, I don't think Courtney, I don't think leather and Courtney suit each other. I don't think she looks good <laughs> in it. That's just my truth. And I honestly, I don't really love Bob. I, I don't love the middle part Bob either. Yeah. I it's, it's the look in itself. I mean, it's like your classic emo girl phase. Um, yeah. Among us hasn't had one, but like she really dove in and like dove in fast. And like this is you could have like maybe like a just like a trim or like a little haircut, something like very subtle at first. But she just went like balls to the wall. New person. Full Daria. It's really so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thank you. I, I yeah, I can't imagine what anybody would possibly want to do with Tristan at this point. Because this is another thought that I had, like, given how he spoke to new baby mama, Mm. like, isn't that attractive to you? Like, isn't it nasty to, like, see a man treat a woman like that? Like, how how do you, how do you want to hook up with a guy like that? No, it's, 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 like, I, I don't know. Like, it's almost worse, like, like. To see, like, right, I would, I could never do that. Like, if I saw someone speak to, like, a woman that way, I'd be like, wait, sorry, what? Like, even if it wasn't to me, I'd be like, what? what? It's insane. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just tired of it. Like, I just can't. Like, if I see one more headline about it, I will combust. It's insane. <laughs> I, I honestly, I want him out of the NBA. I don't even watch basketball, but like, if you're going to retire, then you better retire. Like, I hope not a single city renews his contract. No, I feel like, like that lie. And so call him out on it. Right. Like, we just have to end. We just have to end it. Like, he has, you know, I'm sure plenty of deals. I'm sure he saved some money. Like, he'll be fine not working for the rest, like, not playing basketball. Lay low, like, bunker mentality. Just, like, chill for a little bit. I agree. And like, you know that Chris is not going to have anybody in the Kardashian and Jenner universe looking crazy. So no, right. Like, right. Exactly. A condo next to MJ's and he'll be fine. She'll provide what needs to be provided. Like no one's going to be without a home or like anything. Like it's fine, but he just needs to not surface to the public eye again. I agree. What do you honestly think his end game was? I have with- not a clue. I have not a clue. Yeah. I can't, I, I don't, I can't like, sense of it. I don't know. Did he want, or did he, he has a, he had a kid before True, correct? Yes. No, right. So it's not like that he like wanted, like he already had a kid. It's not, I, I honestly, I don't know. And I don't understand. Maybe he just like wanted in on the family like who wouldn't but like I don't know but it's also like you clearly he clearly had no intention of like being faithful or or even like trying to hide it like he was trying to be secretive about it so why are we watching him like 
you know, watch Aliens in the Sky with her <laughs> on the last season of Keeping Up. And he's like putting his titty, he put his face in people's titties. Right. So later, like, what are we doing? We, we have the receipts. It's almost like, do you want to embarrass yourself? Well, that's, I'm like, aren't you embarrassed? Like, don't you feel like, like, maybe he did like self-awareness of like, that's embarrassing. Like, don't you feel weird? (laughs) Or like, you know, if he spent Christmas, like, what did they talk about at the dinner table? Like his cousins and like his, his aunts. (laughs) What did they ask him? Like, oh, like, like, is it, it's weird. Like. I would feel embarrassed. <laughs> right. Like, how do you even explain something like that? And right. now, forever, there are going to be people in the stands yelling shit at you, and you deserve it. Right. And, like, if I were him, I'd honestly just be exhausted. Like, I'd want to take a break and just <laughs> lay low, hang up on myself with, you know, in my home. And I would be probably very tired of it. So yeah. I don't know how he's still going. Like, he doesn't quit. Mm. Well, I hope we never find out the answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for your for your submission. I it, this was very cathartic. I appreciate it. <laughs> I know this was I had to get it off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year to you, girl. You too. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Moni, incredible host of Mixing with Moni. I'm going to ask you a question I've been asking several people before you and after you. What is the one thing in pop culture that you want to leave in 2021? Oh, wow. So many things. (laughs) Um, Most of it probably could have been left in 2021 and not have been brought in from 2020. But I have to say the one thing I would really like to leave, this is going to get a lot of slack, but I want to leave the Kardashians just because I can't handle it anymore. Like, I don't know what I'm doing sometimes. And I used to love them. First season's epic to me. I even watched when they were like super rich and Chris would be like, oh, my blazer is like Gucci and you can't get money on it. You can't get like water on it, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'm still here, but I'm bored. When they retired from the show, I was very happy. And then they were like, yeah, we also have a Hulu deal. I was like, then you won't let me miss you. And that's weird. Like, let me go free. And with the mm. Chloe of it all, I just can't watch any more content where I am looking at a woman 
another woman and being like, you need to be smarter than this. Like, I hate it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like what they make me feel about other women. I don't like what they make me feel about themselves. I just want to root from the, for them from like behind closed doors, like as they're quiet, you know, like be, you be quiet, I'll be quiet. And then I'm rooting for you. Let me miss you a little bit. I would like to leave them in 2021. So you want a little bit of separation before we dive back in. Are you, do you have any interest in watching their, any of the new projects they have coming up with Hulu? Again, we just wrapped. <laughs> like we're, fr- it's not even, the bow isn't even on the box. And yeah. you want me to reopen it and get back in there. And I'm like, give me a second. I don't think I'd watch it anytime soon. I have fatigue. I mean, they've been on forever. And it's just gone through so many evolutions. I just feel like I know too much about them now. And there's nothing for me to really care about because their lives are just so, like, it's not even like aspirational wealth. To me, it's like, it's not possible. And that's fine. Like, they live in a totally different world, but I don't need to see it anymore. It's not like I'm getting to know them. I've known them for like 20 years. It feels like. So is there anything like, okay, say the trailer drops for their Hulu project. What is it that you would be interested in seeing? Would you, I hope that they know, I hope that the Kardashians know that they can't just give us keeping up part two, repackage. It can't happen. And, and expect can't do it. Like that. They can't do it. They cannot no. do it. Um, no. They're really going to have to pull back the curtains for me personally. I agree too. I need, honestly, they need to get Rob to sign on and he needs to be getting back into the show because yeah. he is the comedic timing and he's like the voice of reason sometimes that levels them and really humbles them. Otherwise, it's a bunch of like soft guitars with soft voices of like, <laughs> y'all don't have the prop. you don't have problems. Like I get it, you have problems. Everyone has problems and we have problems too, but you just don't. I'm sorry. Right. Like, to me, so many of them are self-inflicted in things that I'm just like, I don't know why, like, seeing Kim, like, it was like, a, where I knew I was off the boat is, like, Chris was desperately trying to find someone to, like, fill in for Kim or something to host something overseas because everyone had, like, was sick. Like, Kylie was sick and, and Kim couldn't come and, like, Kendall had mono or something like that. And, like, yeah. or Kylie was supposed to be there and she, like, had mono or something. And they were like, we're going to get the best doctor. And she's like, the race to the clock. So who is going to host the fashion show? <laughs> Why are, like, I. <laughs> you try going to jail in Salt Lake City. I don't have time to figure out whether or not Chris gets another 10% check. I don't have time to care about that. We know I, I, Chris is the hardest working woman. Like, there's nothing more for me to stand about them. I know everything. Yeah. So give me something new. And I want to know what's going on with Rob. Even bring back China. I want to see how they're co-parenting because I don't believe that. Ooh, that would really give me chills. I My fear is that they're going to think that they're giving us something. And I don't know if you saw this, but it, my fear is that it's going to end up like, this is Paris, her YouTube documentary in which she like mentions some things and she does get honest about other things, but then there are a lot of things mm-hmm. that she left out, a lot of things that could have uh, filled out the story a little bit. It just felt very selective and tactical. And furthermore, I think it proved that Paris doesn't have the capability, or maybe she does, but she doesn't seem to have the desire to 
not be Paris Hilton. I mean, she said it like right. there's a real version of me and I have my real voice and the person that you see is a character, but she can't get out of it. And I worried. I that- agree. I worry that the Kardashians have been on TV so long that they're not going to be able to get out of it and they're going to think that they're giving us stuff, but they're not. And if I could be more pro them for a second, I completely get why they wouldn't. Unlike Paris, they didn't always grow up this way. Like they, yeah. this, they yes, they grew up upper, upper class or upper middle class. Like they had a parent that was like, you know, really wealthy, but like they have put so many things on the map. Like they still had to work. They had a lot of things afforded to them, but they had to do some work. And now they live a life where their work is so optional. Like I wouldn't want to go back either. I'm not going to lie. I would not want to. They have buried their souls. They have shown us the ugly, the good, bad, and the ugly. We've seen some things like Courtney's pictures coming back out in the early days. And Chris Mm -hmm. Thomas famously, this is a case for the FBI. And like the purple <laughs> background, like they've been to the slopes and now yeah. they have like ascended all the people that like mocked them and scoffed at them. They've now ascended those circles and you know, more power to them, but I don't need to watch you continue to do that because there's no way in hell you can give that up. I kind of get it. Like, why would you? I, I, I fully agree. Um, and then just be okay with the fact that we don't want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. Um, were you a fan of any of the sisters when you watched the show or were you just kind of like they're whatever yeah um Courtney was always my favorite before she got like all different and like I do what's best for me I'm like girl this is your bread and butter don't buy the hand if feeds you um right. and Kim I liked Courtney and Kim I found Kim to oddly be the most authentic I think because once your bare ass has been like you know exposed to the world it's just a certain yeah. level of humbleness that comes with it and it really yeah. suited her well, I think. I like the, and I even like who she's become. Like, I prefer Kim probably to all of them now. But um, Courtney was cool. Kim was cool. And Rob, I, I really loved that. I actually thought he was very fine. When he thought we would all buy like $50 socks from Nordstrom's. LOL. That was so fun. <laughs> Good times. Um, I did have a pair of those socks. And they were very warm. I have to say, they were thick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, That's great. Not a fan of Chloe is what I'm hearing. No, not at all. <laughs> nope, not even a little bit. Not now, okay. not then, not ever. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. That is so I find Chloe to be a perpetual victim and it's really annoying sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. like, since the beginning, it's like, I don't feel like I fit in with my sisters because I look different. Okay, but you are brought into every business deal and everything that they're doing. You have two stores together. I don't believe you. And then it's like, you need to go and get Kanye a Band-Aid instead of taking care of your child. When she told Kim that, like, well, I was giving right. Saint a bath and Kanye needed a Band-Aid. I was like, you're a grown man. We live in a bajillion dollar house. Look at a Band-Aid. And Chloe was like, well, you need to be taking care of him. I'm like, girl. A child actually needs to be taken care of, not a grown man who swears he's a genius with millions of dollars. That's right. not possible. And then the Tristan of it all, I mean, I'm like, you owe Jordan an apology, a fruit basket, a fruit cake, something from Harry mm-hmm. and David, a 1-800-Flowers bouquet. Right. She owes her a lot of things. A, a gold-wrapped like, hair, an edible arrangement. Um, Sending get- her lots of gifts. Get one of those like floral arrangements that you all get every damn day from Jeff Latham. Just throw her one. Who you know yes. something, something like something. <laughs> I find her like the fact that she like she makes everyone shun people. Like I just can deal without Chloe. I don't care. I think her daughter 
is perfect. I think her uh, mother is not. Um, or her dad. I'm worried. I think she's going to turn out fantastic if that's the case. You do two negative, negative positive. <laughs> so that's I've math. Been- I teach math. I've been famously criticized for saying that True has bad vibes, but here's my thing. Is that it's <gasps> no! not her fault. No, 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 Bonnie, it's not her fault though. It's because of her parents that she has bad vibes. There it, it's not her. It's not her. It's her parents. <laughs> it's okay. in, it's um it's a nurture, not nature, if you will. Okay. Yeah, um, it's not I, her fault. I worry, her. I worry about her. But I, I root for her. I feel like she and Dream are gonna team up and I feel Love like that. I, I I see Dream getting a nursing degree and I, I want oh that. Oh my God, Dream is totally going far away from this. Her brother, I mean, her dad is going to be like, listen, you have famous everybody else, but you don't want that life, I promise. Go to school, right. do something <laughs> else with your life. Live anonymously. And I think she will do it. I think Dream is also like just one of the most attractive children I've ever seen in my life. I find Dream to be captivating. Like she's the cutest thing ever. She's gorgeous. She's absolutely they have great looking kids. I think all the kids they the do. are fantastic. Now, if we're ever doing a Kardashian kid show on Hulu, like mm. now or later when they're teenagers, I'm into yep. it. Yep. Yeah, I I really have a feeling, and I knew this in my mind. And then when I saw her TikTok, I was like, Kara, you're right again. I knew that Penelope was gonna end up being like an art girl, like a, a fashion girl and like an art kind of thing and she's constantly Mm -hmm. on tiktok doing these like montages about her skincare routine like why this 10 year old has skincare routine i mean that's another story for another day but anyway i knew north was gonna drag her mama one day and i'm here for it i think it's great i think north is also an icon legend diva queen without a doubt she's the moment and i'm waiting for her debut i really really am i really am you know what would be great my final thought on this is like what if north and blue ivy actually became friends because they both basically managed their mothers and right. North did what kim was never able to do uh could you I imagine see it. i would I mean, die when you've got chris and kim's blood running through your veins and kanye let's be real i mean kanye has vision he just the execution is you know uh questionable mm. but you know, th- with their ca- powers combined, if we got the the blood of Tina Knowles, Mama Tina, Miss Tina, and Chris Jenner, it's an unbeatable, an unbeatable pairing. And you're right. You're yeah. Absolutely- yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Bonnie. This was a real treat. And uh, so happy welcome. New Year to you. <laughs> thank you. Happy New Year to you too. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Bye. Okay, you guys party's over it's just me and you again we're cleaning up we're talking we're reflecting on what just happened and there's a glow there's a warm glow inside of us and it's emanating outwards um i know that this was a fairly long episode so i know that there are probably three to upwards of five people who are wondering kara what is your pick for what you want to leave in 2021 and so i'm just going to keep it very cute very simple very short and sweet and i want to leave snitch tagging in 2021 now if you guys don't know what i mean it's when you are talking shit about a celebrity or a notable person 
And then somebody tags said person in your tweet or in your post or what have you. Let us all learn how to talk shit about people in peace, you know? And that's none of their business, you know? It it could also be with good things. If I was to say I would like Chris Evans to put me in the position of a pretzel and just like poke holes in me like a hole punch and, you know, just stick his, uh, you know, forearm through my neck. That's my business. If I hit post or tweet, that is my business. You don't need to be tagging him in that. That was between me and you. And now you've brought him into it. And that's rude. It's rude. Um, we all have to just learn how to like talk shit about people in private, in, in the privacy of Al Gore's internet, there should be rules and there should be regulations. And I think that sometimes people think that they're like being ha ha funny, but it's also like, no, I should be able to say what I want without having somebody come for me because that was my opinion. Tamara Barney. Um, okay. That's it. You guys, thank you so much for listening to me all this year or any part of this year. I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. I'm really, really excited about what the next year is going to bring. Hopefully just growth and who the fuck knows. Maybe I'll start my own candle line, you know? Okay. Um, thank me for speaking. Love you. Love and light for all of 22. 2022, (laughs) whatever the year is. Okay, bye.